This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1031. What if we didn't hate ourselves? By Nighar Fanuni of nigharfanuni.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Happy Sunday and a very happy Father's Day to all of the fathers out there. And welcome back to the show where I act as your very own personal narrator and read to you from some of the most popular health and fitness blogs online. Now, before I get to today's post, don't forget our mailing list is at oldpodcast.com and it's totally free and it comes with weekly tips, tricks, book giveaways, and lots more. Just come by oldpodcast.com to join us. But for now, I'm sure you're eager to hear from regular contributor Nagar Fanuni. So let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. What if we didn't hate ourselves? By Nagar Fanuni of nagharfanuni.com. What if we obsessed over the things we love about our bodies instead of the things we so desperately want to change? What would happen? Would it be so terrible and unrealistic to shift our focus away from our perceived flaws? and onto the fact that we are all completely amazing right this second? I posted this on Facebook last week, and most of the responses, per usual on my page, were in sync with the vibe. In the current social climate we're experiencing, permission to be who we are instead of who we're supposed to be is both rare and crucial. We have more than enough forces in our lives telling us we aren't good enough, and we need to be better than our best. We don't need to do it to ourselves. We don't always give ourselves permission to love ourselves. So I strive to be the kind of person who uses this platform to offer that permission. But as is often the case when I talk about body love and acceptance, I inevitably receive a few responses that condone a certain amount of body obsession and equate body love to complacency. Many people think that loving your body is giving up on it and obsessing over your flaws will help you change them. I get that. On the surface, it makes sense. There's something we perceive to be a problem, so we attack it by all means necessary. We obsess over our love handles, our cellulite, and our muffin tops. We obsess over our diet and our training schedule and every inch of our body to the extent that, yes, we might actually lose body fat and transform our bodies. But is obsessing over our flaws an effective and sustainable means for change? I argue firmly in opposition. Loving your body is not resignation. Accepting your body is not complacency. Choosing to focus on the things you love about your body is not, in any way, giving up on your fitness efforts. Instead, I have found in my 15 years as a fitness professional that approaching your fitness endeavors from a foundation of love, gratitude, and radical self-acceptance is actually a much more sustainable and far less miserable experience. Standing in front of the mirror and saying, I love my shoulders, or I have killer quads, 
is not going to make you stop exercising, is it? Calling your attention to your strengths and superpowers won't make you decide to just give up and stop evolving, will it? Shifting your focus towards what you love about your body won't suddenly prompt you to abandon your healthy lifestyle. What this shift in focus will do is one, allow you the latitude to treat your body with love and respect. Number two, give you the energy you need to be present in your life and approach fitness and nutrition with gratitude and enthusiasm. Number three, consistently improve in a sustainable manner that doesn't question your self-worth. And number four, grant you the freedom to embody your fitness intentions in a way that does not challenge your value system. Obsessing over your, quote, flaws in an effort to change them, on the other hand, will typically cause you to, number one, yo-yo, rebound, binge, and restrict. Number two, never feel good enough. Number three, miss out on the beauty and magic of the process. Number four, regard fitness and nutrition as a means to an end rather than a way of life. Number five, encourage destructive, perfectionistic tendencies. And number six, make the entire fat loss process miserable. So yes, while oftentimes obsessing over the things you want to change about your body might give you a laser focus to do so, how is that going to affect your internal resources, your quality of life, your sense of self-worth? Do you want to show up in the world energized, inspired, and grateful? Do you want to love the way you eat and the way food makes you feel? Do you want to crave movement because of its many emotional and physical benefits? Do you want to believe that yes, while you may want to transform your body, you aren't constantly obsessing over it and as a result, missing out on the rest of your life? That's what shifting your focus towards love will allow you to do. That's what it means to embody self-love. It doesn't mean you become complacent and stop living a healthy lifestyle. It doesn't mean you say, F it and start eating donuts every day for breakfast and frequently skip workouts. It means that when you look in the mirror, instead of thinking, I'm so disgusting and I need to lose my belly fat, you think, that's a powerful, beautiful, capable body. And for that, my gratitude is overflowing. You just listened to the post titled, What If We Didn't Hate Ourselves? by Neghar Fununi of negharfununi.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. 
Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I am definitely not perfect like I've shared with you before. And in fact, I'm one of those folks who tends to be more critical of himself. When I look in the mirror, I always tell myself, wow, your shoulders are really, really small. Why can't you get bigger shoulders? And so my wife will hear me talk about my smaller shoulders and how I feel like they look out of proportion. And so it was really funny. Out of the blue the other night, we weren't even talking about my body shape or her body shape or anything. She goes, you know why I think your shoulders look smaller? It's because your triceps are too big. After letting the shock of, okay, where did that statement come from? Kind of subside. I said, okay, looks like I've got to be working more on my shoulders. So the very first thing the next morning, I went to the gym, and guess what body park I worked the whole time? You guessed it, my shoulders. And so after reading this post, I said to myself, wow, I do this all the time, and that's not good. I can't wait to try some of these techniques that Ms. Fanuni mentioned here in her post. I saw a picture of myself from about 10 years ago. It was me at the beach, so I didn't have a shirt on, I was in my trunks, and I went, wow, you know what? I have come a long way, and I need to be proud of that. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your weekend. And again, a very happy Father's Day. I'll be back here tomorrow as usual. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.